Hello everyone, this is Thomas Giello with The Business Bullshit. This is episode one, recorded on January 6th, 2019. How's everyone doing uh, today or tonight? This is literally my first podcast ever. And I, I truly don't know how it's going to, uh, you know, come out. So give me give me some comments and let me know how I did. Uh, the new uh, the, the new microphone comes in in two days. So currently I'm just using a, a standard, you know, gaming headset. But enough of that. Let's get into the actual, um, you know, the business bowl. So first, just to give you guys some background... Uh, actually went to school. Uh, actually, first off, I, I went to school originally to be, to be a draftsman. And unfortunately, that was uh, 2004, 2006. And also whenever the uh, housing boom went bust. And the first thing that actually goes during those times are going to be the draftsmen, the people that actually make the plans for, for their homes. And unfortunately, the company I was working for just didn't budget correctly. And so uh, right after uh, January 1st or 2nd, when we came back from from break, uh, they decided to lay off 10% of the company. That was 10 of us. Uh, This was my first real job out of college, out of uh, getting my AS degree. And it was was an eye-opener. Everyone said, oh, no problem. You're going to get another job. And turns out I actually didn't get another job for about six months, six, seven months. Um, when I got another job, uh, actually during that time period, um, I started working for someone local and worked for him for about a year and a half, two years. And I saw the writing on the wall. Clients weren't paying him. And thus, if he doesn't get paid, he won't be able to pay us. There's only me and another guy that were working for him at the time. And it was just really hard. And every year, he went on vacation to Key West with his family, brought his boat down there and whatnot. And I even asked him, look, just, I know people aren't paying you. We'll work something out. Just don't, like, fire me or lay me off. Please give me a heads up. It's like, oh, yeah, no, no problem, no problem. Yeah, two months later, comes up to me uh, as soon as work starts and says, yeah, I'm going to have to let you off. I'm like, what happened? Why didn't you tell me? He's like, it's just, you know, people aren't paying us. Uh, I just, it's not right for me to keep you on when people aren't paying. I don't know when I'm going to be able to pay you again. And I said, okay, fine. You know, I it really upset me uh, because I thought we had, uh, you know, we had spoke about previously. I was trying to do my best. Thankfully, during that time period, um, I had started a, a business, and it was uh, an LED lighting business uh, for cars, but it had actually turned into a business for motorcycles, um, and so I wasn't completely screwed. Uh, I didn't have to go on unemployment. Um, I actually had this other business that could float me for a little while. And I decided at that point in time that I wanted to become a manager. So I went to uh, university for my BA to do uh, universe, uh, management because 
I have been screwed over now by two companies that couldn't give me straight up answers on when and what was going to happen. And I wanted to learn more for my own business. And it started off as a just a, a, an imp, uh, using domestic LED lighting products for motorcycles and cars. And at that time, motorcycles were really becoming popular. The economy was really coming back. And you had all these lawyers and doctors and wannabe motorcycle hogs that, that were buying, you know, Harley Davidson's. And um, I, I don't know if you know what Harley Davidson stands for, but it's just, it's an expensive motorcycle. You buy a, a motorcycle for eighteen, twenty thousand. 20000 you spend an extra, you know, five, $6,000 in chrome. And then you come to someone like me to, to spend like two hundred to $1,000 with LED lighting. And we had a lot of issues with domestic products. Um, they kept breaking the domestic manufacturers and uh, uh, brand names just didn't want to warranty them. So I was legitimately purchasing everything and then warrantying it myself. And when you have a very low margin, uh, whether you know business or not, when you're not making a lot of money on it and you're having to now warranty it yourself, it takes away even more money when something went wrong. And I thought, I can do this better. So I contacted some uh, overseas manufacturers and um, for the next two, three, four years, I actually had all my products manufactured overseas and China and the Xinjiang province. Never had the opportunity to actually travel over there, unfortunately. Um, but uh, ended up working with three or four different manufacturing plants and had them ship us the, the product. And I was, uh, you know, able to get a better product that was to my specifications um, that lasted longer. And so all of a sudden you had someone like me going to these motorcycle events and I was just you know, small guy on the totem pole up against these really big manufacturers, really big brands. They're charging all this money. I'm not. I don't have to because now I have more margin in the product. I'm giving a better warranty for it. Uh, the installations are done better because I was a real stickler for installations for all my motorcycle technicians. Um, and we did high-end motorcycles. Um, Big Dogs, for example. Uh, one of my favorite motorcycles uh, ever You know, was a Big Dog. It was great. Um, we hit all the lighting. That was a thing that they just didn't do back then. Um, RGB was the newest thing. And we were the first to come out with a legitimate product that was on a wireless receiver. It did multiple settings, multiple functions and whatnot. So I had to constantly reinvent. Unfortunately, I realized afterwards that once I came out with the product, about two months later, my competition came out with, this, with a similar product. Um, I was too small of a guy for them to be purchasing my stuff, but I would send these bigger catalogs, my product for them to sell. They would tell me no. And then all of a sudden, two months down the road, we would see um, our products being sold by our competitors, something very similar. So it was kind of interesting. Um, wasn't wasn't fun uh but anyways getting back to the story uh you know went there 
sold. I ended up selling my business. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Let's get back to the college. Went to college. Um, graduated in 2011, I believe. And then 2011, 2012, I actually sold my business. Because I actually got to work for another company. Uh, they sold, they were international. Uh, all the product was made here in the U.S. And they sold laser and routing equipment. It was a really cool company. I learned a lot, uh, both from the sales and service. Was able to actually bring them from the 20th century to the 21st. Converted a lot of uh, reports to digital format. Was able to actually figure out what they were missing, what they, uh, you know, and, and building them new websites and just creating that brand uh, around them uh, in you know offline and online form. It was really cool. Then we started, and I. Uh, it wasn't going in the direction I thought it was going to go, so then uh, ended up putting in my two weeks and taking them on as a contract client. Still have them to this day as a contract client, and um, haven't looked back. And that was four years ago. So as you can tell, I, you know, even before uh, all of this, uh, I was I worked for Lowe's, Kmart, <laughs> McDonald's. Uh, have a lot of retail experience. At you know, not being a manager. I worked for Best Buy, uh, not a manager. Did not like the way things are going. So then I went to school, uh, was educated, and the fine arts of what I like to call bullshit, um, because the way they teach in college is not the way it, it really was in the real world. I can't tell you how many times in college uh, they would go about, when this and this happens, you need to do this. And I'd raise my hand and say, look, I'm sorry, but if I, I'm working part-time at Best Buy right now and I own my own business, um, if I did this, what you're telling me at Best Buy, I'd be fired. Well, no, this is the way to do things. And if, you know, they need to realize that. Yeah, no. <laughs> they're, for, they're a huge conglomerate company. Um, you, you obviously haven't worked for yourself or, you know, for somewhere else other than in a education environment for a very long time and you need to get back in the 21st century uh, it's one reason I graduated college with a 3.0 verily because I just did not agree with my professors and um, to this day I, I feel like I was right in many respects but in, in many scenarios they just opened my eyes to how other people in this world think and operate because even though you may not realize, or even though you may think things work in, in, in one respect, you have bigger fish in the pond, and they make much bigger ripples, ripples, you know, than, than you do. Um, so that's huge. So uh, as my background, um, you know, during this podcast, we're going to start talking about, you know, college. Is it worth it? Is, is it not worth it? Certifications. Is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Um, I love to talk about different industries uh, when you when everyone starts commenting later on uh, about the podcast. Uh, this is just short and sweet, but the average length of these will be here between 15 and 45 minutes. So, you know, something that you can just listen to during during the uh, your workout period or or when you're at work or, or, or whatnot. Um, nothing too involved. Uh, like I said, this is going to be an ongoing project. Um, 
So uh, yeah, my name is Thomas Giella. This is the Business Bullshit <laughs> Podcast, uh, Episode 1, January 6, 2019.